Vamos a echar una rola. ¿Qué? Échate este. ¿Una mañana? ¿Cuál? Ahora sí, pásame el tequila. Things happen for a reason. I heard that many times during my childhood. At the time, I didn't understand what it meant. Now the phrase is part of me and has a lot of meaning. My full name is Francisco Javier Bravo Samacona. I was born and raised in Mexico City, and I'm the oldest brother of three boys. Compared to my brothers, I always seem to have a predisposition or proneness to learn the English language. I attribute that to my mother. She taught English when she was pregnant with me. I was listening. Even though I had no plans or intentions to move to another country, I quit my job in the year 2000, got married, moved to Canada, and our first child was born. All these in the same year. I don't remember being stressed or overwhelmed. But let's go a little further back in time. In the winter of 1997, at the last minute, I invited myself on a trip to the south of Mexico. My brother and a group of mutual friends reluctantly, but for some reason, agreed for me to join them. They were going to scout sites for a documentary that they had been planning for several months. Out of 12 sites, one was Tulum. Tulum is located in the Mexican Caribbean with white sand beaches and that's where we set up camp after a long day of driving. My brother and friends were sleeping, lying on the sand in the late afternoon sun and for some reason I could not sleep. I was staring at the ocean and suddenly a beautiful woman crossed my view. My stare got stuck on her. Looking back, I can see how I made her feel uncomfortable. And as a good Canadian that she turned out to be, she smiled at me. I saw how managing with the wind, she put down her sarong, took off her sunglasses, took off her hat and top, and went into the turquoise Caribbean water for a swim. Very quickly, I gathered the courage to go and join her. Good time for a swim, I said to myself. We had a small conversation in the water, and then she let me know that she was going out and that I was welcome to continue talking to her on the sand. 
I don't remember the conversation. All I remember is concentrating on looking into her eyes and not down to her exposed breasts. Four days went by and we needed to continue our scouting trip to other sites. I was able to provide her with my contact information in case she went to Mexico City. Eight months went by and me, back in Mexico City, getting home from work, I was given the message that Tanya called. I could not remember anyone I knew named Tanya. But then they mentioned that she had an accent and that's when it hit me. Tanya. Her message was she was coming to Mexico City for a couple of weeks on her way back to Canada. For some reason, those two weeks turned into one year and five months. That's when I proposed marriage to her. We announced to the whole family that we were getting married in one year. Two weeks later, I remember it was a Friday because I went to pick her up during my lunchtime as we were going to my parents' house for dinner. I was confident that I would be able to sneak out early from work to avoid the traffic. She agreed to wait for me in the car while I was finishing. But, for some reason, my boss had more things for me to do and I was very concerned about Tanya waiting for me in the car. I was able to go and check on her, and to my surprise, she was sleeping. I went back to work and finished three hours later. Uh-oh. When I entered the car, she woke up completely unaware of the time she spent there. Now, driving in Mexico City is something that I don't miss at all. A distance that should be a 30-minute drive would take around two hours. On the drive home, she continued her slumber, and after being stuck in traffic for one hour, she wakes up saying she had a great sleep. No kidding. I reveal that practically she just had a four-hour nap. She said that she was feeling rested. Another thing she mentioned on our drive was that her menstruation cycle was behind. So I made a mental note to stop at the pharmacy for a pregnancy test. That night, we had a great dinner and we played cards until 3 in the morning. At 7 a.m., Tanya woke me up with a pregnancy test in her hand, saying... This thing says I'm pregnant. I was not fully awake, and for that reason, the panic did not show. And my answer was, I guess we will have to get married sooner than later. Now, we need to announce it to the family again. It took me a week to find the way to let my parents know. So I found a way to spend the weekend with them, and first I decided to tell my father. His immediate answer was, it's going to be a girl. And right after that, he told me I was telling my mother, not him. 
Something I don't like is going shopping with my mom. It takes forever. When I was a kid, for some reason, nature's call would come while shopping with my mother. And I wouldn't say I like public washrooms. Anyway, the next day, I volunteered to go grocery shopping with her. On our way back, stuck in traffic with my mother driving, we were talking about my youngest brother and his girlfriend, and how my mother felt some relief about their breakup. However, at that moment, I was just trying to find a way to break the news. So I decided to do it by asking a question. How does the thought of being a grandmother makes you feel? My mother jumped into the conclusion that I was somehow inferring that my brother and his girlfriend were expecting. I corrected her by saying, not Miguel, mother. And without missing the beat and still driving, she said, Alejandro. Finally, I had a long enough pause to say, no, mom, Tanya is pregnant. She stopped the car. She had a big sigh of relief, knowing it was me, her oldest son. <laughs> Tanya's need to be home in Canada grew with the pregnancy. By the time of our wedding, we had decided to have the baby in Canada. We asked all our guests not to buy us any presents as we already had started the paperwork for me to immigrate. Peterborough, Canada is my home now, where Tanya, our daughters, and I are growing old. I'm very close to having lived the same amount of years that I lived in my beloved Mexico. Canada is the place that I'm still learning a lot about myself and that things happen for a reason. <laughs>